It's two o'clock in London, three o'clock in Munich, four o'clock in Athens, and eight a.m. in New Orleans. And I am broadcasting to the world right here, right now. Wherever you are in the world, you can tune in and listen to the Nutter from Suffolk. Wherever you are in the world, maybe you're on the streets of Delhi selling fast food. Perhaps you're on a camel in the desert or maybe you're listening in the Scottish Highlands. Basically, wherever you are in the world, I want to hear from you. I'm not here alone. I have my off-air team of Martin and Numbnuts and I have my on-air team. That's my wing girl, Lily Lou. My mission is to get the world fit healthy and running but we are going to do it with a smile on our face and have a right old laugh shall we do it guys okay here goes on your marks get set go i want you to email me in your tips on how to run uphill faster you know the email darren.radioillumini at gmail.com or you can get in touch via the radio illumini facebook page
Well, good afternoon, guys. Thanks for tuning in. So how has the week been for you guys? How is your training going? Or are you just taking it easy? Get Christmas out the way and done with and enter an event in the new year. So today, I want you guys to keep Martin really busy and email in your tips on how to run uphill fast. Darren.radioillumini at gmail.com So, with only 23 sleeps till Christmas, how are your preparations going? Have you got all your presents? Have you got all your food in? Have you got your tree up? Have you gone artificial or have you gone real? You guys, please, have you got any Christmas hacks? Then please email in. Let me know, darren.radioillumini at gmail.com. Now, talking of Christmas, there's something that's been puzzling me for years. And today, I want to get to the bottom of this. You know when old folks say, Kids get too much these days. In my days, you had an apple and an orange in a stocking at the bottom of the bed. I mean, really? Did that ever happen? Or is that just one of those myths that gets passed down from generation to generation without any real merit whatsoever? I don't care if you're a kid growing up in the 1950s. You're not telling me you're going to be happy with a Granny Smith and an Easy Peeler at the bottom of the bed. I've got a green apple. Well, I've got a red apple. My apple comes from South Africa. I don't think it ever happen. It's just one of those things that gets exaggerated and passed down to the next generation. So how are you all enjoying the World Cup? There's been some great games, some upsets, and I've seen two St George's flags. I'm a celebrity has come and gone. Are you surprised Hancock stayed in for as long as he did? And here are some other bits and pieces that have caught my eye. One in five Brits has never tried Christmas pud, a survey found. Across all age groups, 18 to 26-year-olds were least likely to eat the festive food, with 37% never having a bite. And across the UK, the survey of 2,000 people for Sainsbury's found the pudding was snubbed most by Geordies, with 25% in Newcastle shunning it. The chains, Claire Who said, the Christmas pudding has slowly falling from favour, but many of those have written it off have never even tried it. More than six million cash-strapped Brits are wearing broken glasses that they have tried to repair, a survey found, and 22 million are struggling on with poor vision because they fear they cannot afford new specs or contact lenses. Nearly a third of those who need glasses wear pairs borrowed from friends or family that are not the right prescription. Yet many people are entitled to a free NHS eye test or a voucher to help reduce costs. One mum told the survey, my sight is very important but so is feeding my children. Cory legend Kevin Kennedy was left red-faced after getting stuck in a tanning booth. Kevin, 61, 
Curly Watts from 1983 to 2003 failed to see a sign warning the lock was broken. He tweeted, I'm locked in and they can't open it. He later said, a nice lady managed to free me. Hours earlier, Kevin posted a picture of him with Titanic star Billy Zane, 56, saying they are doing a film together. Dog walkers would be stopped and searched for poo bags under a controversial scheme. They would face a £100 fine if they couldn't take away their pet's mess. The public space protection order would also limit the dogs a person can walk to four and owners of pooches ruled too aggressive would be fined under legislation being considered by Hammersmith Council in West London. Medals from RAF rear gunner Victor Rowe killed in action in 1945, aged 21, could sell for £40,000 next month in London. Northerners sleep better than Southerners, statistics suggest. The NHS figures show more sleeping pills were doled out down south in the past year, mainly in seaside resorts. Nationally, GPs wrote eight million prescriptions worth 66 million in total last year. Experts claim our always-on lives have contributed to an insomnia epidemic. Clacton in Essex was top of the list with 3.14% of the population needing help to drop off. Other seaside hotspots in the top 10 are Devon, Cornwall and Brighton. Lincolnshire, St Helens and South Sefton on Merseyside are the only northern areas in the rankings. Patients in their 50s were the most likely to be prescribed sleeping pills, followed by those in their 70s. There have been fears about people getting hooked. Twitter owner Elon Musk has said he would back a U.S. presidential bid by Ron DeSantos. The Florida governor is expected to take on the former president, Donald Trump, for the Republican 2024 nomination. Asked if he would be backing DeSantos, the tycoon 51 tweeted yes. Musk, who paid $38 billion for Twitter, posted, My preference is someone sensible and centrist. I hoped that would have been the case for the Biden administration, but I've been disappointed so far. Comedy legend Sir Billy Connolly turned 80 this week. As it emerged, there is to be a play of his life. The National Theatre of Scotland will tour its production of Dear Billy, a love letter to the Big Yen next year. Aaron Taylor-Johnson is a surprise front-runner to become the next James Bond after he took part in a top-secret screen test. He is a relative unknown compared with others tipped to replace Daniel Craig, who hung up his tux after five 007 films. But sources say Aaron, who starred in the kick-ass films Avengers, Age of Ultron and 2014's Godzilla, impressed Bond franchise boss Barbara Broccoli in his trial at Pinewood Studios.
One insider said Aaron went for a screen test to be the next Bond in September, and producers and Barbara loved him. He is now one of the front runners. Aaron, 32, from High Wycombe, Buckinghamshire, got his breakthrough in the 2009 John Lennon biopic Nowhere Boy. Speculation about Craig's successor has been rife, with Tom Hardy, James Norton and Idris Elba among those said to be in the frame. You see tonight it could go either way Hearts balanced on a razor blade We are designed to love and break Then to rinse and repeat it all again I get stuck when the world's too loud And things don't look up when you're going down I know your arms are reaching out from somewhere beyond the clouds You make me feel
You're listening to Radio Illumini, raising vibrations to help heal nations. Ed Sheeran and Celestial. David from Harrogate. I read Bartolo Collins' book and he talks about walking up and down hills as a kid in the Dominican Republic which built his legs and made him a dominant pitcher. I applied that knowledge when I wanted to lose weight. There is a steep hill in my town and I would walk up and down it for three to four miles a day. Once I got comfortable enough I started running it. 80 pound later I'm a firm believer in hill training and running in general. Liam from Seattle. Great show. I have plenty of hills to practice on. The Seattle area is loaded with some good ones. I'm definitely going to put hill repeats into my training. Sean from Derby. I'm on my first proper year of running after getting injured and having no clue. I'm 31 this week and have always been active, but I've never run other than football. I stopped doing any speed work as I realised I wasn't ready and I've been slowly building a base. I'm at 60k a week now and one thing I've added is a lot of hills in my longer runs and a session once a week where I have a 320 meter hill that has a 4% grade and a good surface. I'm up to 6 reps with a walk down recovery of 3 to 4 minutes. I'm averaging around 1 minute 15 to 1 minute 30 on that hill. I think this is a good workout and I'm thinking of getting to about 8 to 10 reps and by the end I'm pretty wiped out and I notice my hips are quite sore. Liam from Rotherham, glad to hear you're back on the radio. I was starting to worry something had happened. Great job to both you and Lily. Fred, Fred, you haven't told me where you're from, you naughty boy. My family uses a live pine tree planted in a large pot. It usually lasts about three years before it grows too big to use. Then we plant it somewhere in the wild and use a new one in line that we planted a few years before. We've actually got three growing at various stages of development, replacing each other and planting a new one in an empty pot which we had from the tree that are planted in the wild. It's sort of a tradition and there is already a small forest of ex-Christmas trees. Pauline from Denver. Two years ago, I made a fabric gift bags out of Christmas flannel, a different pattern for each person for our family of five. Everyone has five bags with four being a little smaller than a pillowcase and one being extra large. So five gifts a year per person. Even if the gift item is really small, I just roll it and tie each end like a candy. I wish I had done this when my kids were younger because it works great. Catherine from Coventry. 
I've been doing craft paper wrapping for years. It's such a game changer and I love the simplicity of it. Sometimes I'll do white paper to switch it up. Less clutter with a bunch of different designs to store. Lenny from Birmingham. I just made a DIY mini Christmas tree and I'm loving it. Chris from Folkestone. Great informative show as always. Thanks, Darren. There was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me Won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain tune I turned my face away And dreamed about you God, I years for me and you So happy Christmas I love you baby I can see a better time When all our dreams come true Queen of New York City When, when the band, band finished playing They held out for more Sinatra was swinging All the drums they were singing We kissed on the corner Then danced through the night The boys of the envelope choir were singing Go away by And the bells were ringing out For Christmas Day
So today I want to talk about doing hill repeats, high intensity, shorter, specific, harder hill workouts to improve your ability to climb, to run hills, whether you're doing a half marathon trail race or a 10k trail race or a marathon or ultra marathon. People will ask, how do I improve my speed endurance on these climbs when I encounter hills? Now, if it's a certain grade, sometimes you have to start power hiking and that becomes more efficient to keep your heart rate low. But if you want to boost your fitness, then you need to boost your aerobic power, your heart and lung efficiency, as well as your leg muscle strength. And you get a boost in that by doing shorter hill repeat workouts because it's a higher intensity workout. If there's hard workouts, you can make them really hard but the idea is to be running harder and faster than your race pace so you can then boost your threshold and are able to run more climbs. That maybe in the past you had to walk on, power hike on, you're trying to catch your breath on, but this time after doing these workouts you get stronger, you get more fit as a runner and you're able to run climbs and be faster on the hills. So there are a lot of variables that come into play with hill workouts, namely how steep the hill is, what percent grade it is, as well as how many reps you're doing and how long they are going to be. Generally, I recommend doing anything from 20 to 30 seconds hill reps, more like power strides that are high intensity, but also doing one minute, two minute, three minutes, even four minutes hill repeat workouts every quarter of a mile or half a mile or 800 meter hill repeats to really boost that aerobic power and that leg strength. So it's going to change as you progress through different weeks and months of your training as part of the periodization process of training. So like I said, it's all about boosting your aerobic capacity, your aerobic power. So the great thing about running hard uphill is you don't have to run much faster than your flat 5k pace depending on how steep the hill is because you start sprinting uphill within 20 to 30 seconds you're going to get a big spike in your heart rate as well as your breathing you're going to start breathing really really hard and that's kind of the idea to really improve that aerobic capacity working the heart and lungs at a very high intensity without too much impact force on the legs. Now, that being said, you're getting a lot of muscular force in your legs. You're calling on a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers, 
all the muscle fibers in your legs to power the hill. You have to have a lot of big knee drive as well as a push of force, getting more up on your toes as well because of the slope and because of the fact you're doing high intensity running. So it works the muscles in your legs and promotes your running form and power and core strength as well as your hips and your lower back and glutes or your butt muscles you're working all these muscles so that's why they always say it's speed training in disguise you can get speed running fast around a track and on the flats but if you're training for a trail race you get more strength more bang for your buck doing hill repeat workouts and developing a specific running economy or running efficiency for slopes and we're looking at about five or ten maybe even a 15 percent type of grade hill you can change things up and that depends like i said with the recovery time usually we walk back down the hill and if it's a 30 second hill repeat then maybe you give yourself a little bit more time to walk back down and start the hill repeat again but if it's several minutes you're going to have several minutes recovery time between each hill repeat and an example workout is 12 by 90 seconds up a steep hill with a two minute recovery to jog back down three minute recovery back down and you're running at a pretty high intensity you're getting heart rate spikes over 90 percent maximum which is the idea with these workouts so how often do you do these types of hill repeat workouts well it depends on the context of your training like i said but usually you get in one quality session a week and like i said it might change up you might start off doing 20 or 30 seconds 10 by 20 or 30 seconds more like hill power sprint strides they can even be 10 second hill sprints but then next week you're doing 10 by one minute uphill with a walk back recover so you might be doing them about once a week usually the longer duration hill repeats two minute three minute four minute are more specific to developing that vo2 max or aerobic power which is more specific to longer races and really working the heart and lungs whereas the shorter hill repeats especially short hill sprints up a steep hill work the muscles in the legs more but you're kind of working both systems when you do these hill repeat workouts and you might even have a specific hill phase in your training plan which you've kind of developed and peaked at your weekly mileage and weekly volume at low intensity you start sprinting but when you do the more intense the high intensity interval session so to speak into your training for a block of four six eight weeks at a time and then you're kind of changed to maybe some longer all uphill tempo runs 30 40 minute hill repeat workouts 
And a final note on the hill repeat workouts. And again, you can make them as hard as you want. They could be a really grueling session where you induce a lot of lactic acid when you actually going anaerobic or like hands on your knees, breathing, feeling like you're going to pook type of workout. I don't normally recommend that. It's normally better to start on the more conservative side. Have it be a more moderate effort where you get these heart rate spikes over 90%. But they are quality sessions. They are hard repeat workouts. It's like doing a track repeat workout. And how much rest you get is the other variable if you do a slow jog back down the hill or you stand at the top and kind of catch your breath depends on the phase of what training you're in but that's going to improve your ability to make climbs that maybe used to be you had to power hike or walk on you make them runnable and it just makes you faster in trail running so that's kind of the wrap and the gist to hill running workouts.
Saving. Thanks a lot. Really useful show. Teddy from LA. Wow. Sitting with no AC and I'm sweating beads of sweat. Yeah, it would be good if I were able to climb all the hills in a 100 mile ultra marathon in the mountains instead of hiking and crawling up the hills. This is what I learned to do in an ultra from an ultra running clinic ad. 1. Eat hay and possibly apples or carrots. 2. If you see a stream, swim in it. 3. Walk slowly. Zach from Manchester. Great advice. Thanks for sharing, Darren. Patrick from Morecambe. Great show, Darren. As usual, just to add my two pennies worth, we don't always have to walk back down between repeats. I get bored super easy, so I do these repeats on a longer hill, sprint a minute, keep hiking slowly up a while till my heart rate is back to where I want it, then sprint again, etc. All the way to the top. That way, we can turn sprint repeats into a longer run, get a bit more scenery and avoid boredom. And you get a lovely long downhill to enjoy at the end of it. Good point, Patrick. I assume a lot of people don't have a hill that long, though. Henry, Henry, you haven't told me where you're from, you naughty boy. Henry, Henry, where are you? Where are you hiding? Come on, you can't email in and not tell me where you're from. Where are you, Henry? Are you in the north? Are you in the south? Are you abroad? Are you on an island? Tell me where you're from, Henry. (gasps) He's emailed in. Cyclists usually do these short 30-second reps with a quite long recovery. Should runners do something similar? What are the differences between these long breaks and the shorter ones you suggest? And how do they affect the quality of the workout? Well, the rest break allows one's lactate to clear a bit and to keep the workout aerobic based without too much lactic acid buildup and anaerobic component. I don't really know anything about cycling, but it's quite different when thinking about the physics of a bike. On a bike, you can engage more muscles in your legs and generate more power mechanically. 
Our pros, they can ride 40 to 100 miles a day and not have the impact force of pounding the ground. Finally, there is a component of trying to run with good form uphill. I don't want to be so tired and flooded with lactate that your form is breaking down, especially if trying to work on muscular force and power. Sean has emailed in, nothing against real trees as I've never had a real tree myself. Growing up, we had a seven foot tall fake tree that looked very real. I prefer colourful trees though. I have a mini white, purple and pink iridescent one in my room and we have a six and a half foot gold and black gradient tree which is awesome. Craig from Toronto. I live in Canada, so I get a real tree. One year, we came back from a trip and there were no more trees left to buy. So we ended up decorating our trees outside and put our presents on the porch. We love our real tree because of the smell and vibe it gives off for the holidays. And since we celebrate Ukrainian Christmas as well, we end up keeping our tree until mid-January so it gets its full use. Plus in Toronto we recycle our trees. They get turned into paper products and fertilizer that the city sell back to the people and other companies. Maria from San Francisco. So cute. Christmas is the greatest time ever. So many people are extra happier, much more bright Happy holidays to all! Randy from Detroit. When buying Christmas lights, make sure that it's actually hanging on a hot glue or a hook. I mostly put a hook. Then just hang it up. It's very efficient when you want to save money. What do you say, numbnuts? You dirty old man. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain, I hide your plane in the bank. Coming down like a Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we go. We Rockefellers. We fly higher than weather. And cheap vibes are better. You know me. In anticipation for precipitation. Stack chips with a rainy day. Jay, Rain Man is back. With Little Miss Sunshine. Rihanna, where you at? You have my heart. And we'll never be worlds apart. Maybe in Still be my star, baby, cause in the dark, you can't see shiny cars, and that's when you need me there, with you I'll always share, because when the sun shines, we shine together, told you I'll be here forever, said I'll always be your friend, took a note
I'm Miss Elm, and you're listening to Darren Cochran on Radio Illumini. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame. You said, one love, one life. When it's one need in the night, one love, we get to share it. Please, you, baby. Oh 
that's it for today, guys. Keep it Radio Illumini, and remember, you've got this. <laughs>